What is going on, everybody? How are you doing? And welcome to the Cook Weights Podcast. We're on episode number six today, and we have a new or a different episode today, very special. And we have our first guest on our series of podcasts. And today's guest is my brother, Edward Lee. So, Eddie, well, I, I call him Eddie. So, wait, are you going to roll intro music? We already did that. <laughs> the intro. Anyway, all right. <laughs> All right, so my brother Eddie is um, a videographer, photographer, but I'll, I'll let him introduce himself a little bit. So go ahead, man, take it away. All right, well, first, honored to be here on the Cook Weights <laughs> podcast. Man, it's so cool to see how far Cook Weights has come in a short period of time. Um, first guest, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we have tons of people lined up that want to get on this podcast, so <laughs> should feel honored. Yeah, I feel honored. So, like Kevin said, I'm his brother. I am a filmmaker, content creator based out of Seattle, Washington. And yeah, I pretty much make videos for a living. Cool. And uh, I thought it would be cool to bring Eddie on our podcast because, you know, he's not really in the big fitness and nutrition space. Um, hey, I work out. That's, that's messed up, bro. <laughs> I work out a little bit. I see it. <laughs> But he, he is very big into via videography and especially on the social media aspect. I remember Eddie when um, he had Instagram way before anyone I knew. You know, he was already posting things on Instagram, commenting, things like that, even before Instagram became mainstream. And so, <clears throat> you know, I know Eddie's been on that social media. And I know a lot of you guys out there who are listening that follow me are kind of starting off on your social media journey your Instagram journey or YouTube or whatever you're doing, trying to get your own niche. And so that's why I wanted to bring Eddie on today. Kind of talk a little bit about that and the struggles that come along with that. So yeah, Eddie, how do, why don't you talk a little bit or tell the people a little bit about how you've come to grow your social media and how that all developed like from the beginning. Hmm. There's a lot of ground to cover there if you want to start from the beginning. But I guess... Um in terms of social media, I would say obviously content creation started like middle school, high school, um, started first with photography, then transitioned into videography. But yeah, Instagram, I was using that application well before it was become like a big thing. I remember when it was when I first downloaded the app, it was like when Instagram still had a bunch of like suggested users like, hey, like you should follow uh, like Jay-Z, like all these. Like it wasn't like really like curated with average people. It was still getting off the ground. Uh, and at that time, I didn't take it seriously. I was like, oh, this is a cool little photo sharing app. And that was probably like 20. I don't even know, like 2012, 20. It was definitely like 2013 middle school. Long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially like I never took it seriously still probably not until, um, after I graduated college, um, which was probably like a couple years ago, uh, three, four years ago. But that's kind of when I started to take it more seriously because Instagram was, that's when they first introduced video, like video. And that's when mm-hmm. everyone's was like, Oh, you could post videos on Instagram now. And that's kind of when I started to get into the whole world of, social media marketing digital marketing uh, a lot this is when a lot more brands also were getting social media accounts and instagram accounts you know back in the day no one cared if a brand had an instagram but now it's like if you're a brand you don't have an instagram account you probably can't survive you need to be on instagram you need to be engaging with your audience so my journey with social media kind of escalated when it kind of the whole commercial world of instagram also kind of grew so when brands started to get more onto social when they started to make more videos when people started to have social media managers quote-unquote in-house when it started to be like an actual job that's when i started to take social media more seriously and so yeah that's pretty much the journey of social and ever since then i've been growing my own personal brand through you know my instagram probably for more seriously the past two years well i feel like when i think about instagram it's so crazy i feel like where Instagram is now is I don't think anyone really imagined it would be like that. Like if you think about all of like the celebrities back then, celebrities were movie stars, athletes, um, pe- people like that. Now, like there's legitimately celebrities that are making a name 
are household names that are Instagram influencers. Like they're built their image based off their Instagram following. And so I don't know if like that's just good and bad aspects of that also. But like how have you seen like is as a content creator and especially for me too, like, you know, I do fitness and nutrition. There's a lot of people out there who are fitness influencers, nutrition people who have millions of followers. And like if you met them in the street, you would think like, oh, my gosh, like that's that's so and so like like you treat them like a celebrity. And like, like what do you think about that? Like how, when people put so much value on, you know, influencers. Mm. I think there's there's a I don't know social media is I think a necessary evil in our society. I think it has does a lot of damage from like a mental standpoint and just overall like for our society being so connected. So I think it's a necessary evil because um, the the pros of it though are there are a lot. Like it can course, yeah. it can help your business. It can help you make money. There are influencers making a lot of money leveraging their platform via social media or Instagram namely. So like I don't know, I have mixed feelings about social media as a whole. Like everyone has their highs and lows. But as far as like influencers go, I think the reason why people like influencers are put in such a big limelight is because social media still feels close enough where people have this like hope you know when you see someone on instagram that has like thirty thousand followers fifty thousand hundred even hundred thousand you know you see them they're like oh they really they got a lot of clout they're on instagram but then you're also not like that's not brad pitt that's not that's not some celebrity so that's not russell wilson it's like those kind of celebrities are not tangible like you can't even fathom being in their shoes because they're like way way ahead they're like full a-list celebrities but i think with influencers it's becoming more popular because people see their life and they say i can do that like i i i they like kind of they kind of like vicariously yeah yeah they vicariously live through this influencer so that gives them this hope that like I want to do this. I want to pursue a passion. I want to create content. I want to travel the world. So it's created this like kind of just crazy hub of people wanting to become these influencers because you don't wake up and you don't look on your phone and like, I want to be Brad. I want to be the next Brad Pitt. I want to be. Yeah. Like if you're an athlete, you might, you might, but you can't just pick up a football and yeah. be like, oh, I want to be the next Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like a one in a million talent. I mean, there's some you know? kids out there who have those dreams and aspirations, but it's still like, it's really slim versus the social media world. You can just grab your phone right here and you can start that journey of becoming an influencer, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's a good segue because I think, so like even myself, you know, I'm not like a big personality on Instagram. I'm just in a small account. I know a lot of people out there who want to especially get in their, you know, I feel like fitness and health is such a, one of those rare, um, like topics or niches where people feel really passionate about because it involves their health and involves their, what they put in their bodies, involves exercise. So it's like there's people are really, really passionate about that topic. So I, I see why so many people want to create social media because, you know, when you feel so passionate about something, you want to just put it out there and share it with people. And so, you know, when you said people who are just starting out, you know, what are what are some struggles like that you ran into? Like when you were kind of starting on social media and you realized, hey, I want to not just post photos to share with family and friends. I, I want to post content that I'm passionate about. People really would be interested in. Like when you started having those thoughts, like did you run into any struggles when you started that journey? Yeah, I, I think so. I think Instagram has definitely become more of a business tool in my opinion than actual like photo sharing platform i think that of course there are people that's why you have a lot of people who are influencers who have personal accounts and then they have their their other main big accounts so like for me a big struggle that i faced in the beginning was man what is my niche you know like what is my what is my brand how what is my look and feel and i stressed a lot about man, am I posting too much of this random thing versus what I should be posting? It's a lot of that kind of balancing act, but that's probably my biggest downfall because early on, like, I mean, you know, back in the day I used to do like my business name used to be adventures and then I would like, yeah, post- like, okay. Like, a, so when he says adventurous, his name is Edward. <laughs> he had a little pun. So he would go on, you know, adventures. <laughs> 
Take photos. So he put E D Ventures. Hey, that's Adventures. Good, that's a good name. It, it is on this man's license plate. Okay. <laughs> hey, and also it went from Adventures with an E, and then I thought it was cool, so I abbreviated it and made it E D V N T R. You gotta, you gotta respect the passion, though. You gotta respect. Anyway, yeah. So I started with all the adventure stuff. So what I was saying was basically that niche of like P and W landscapes. Like I got so deep in that little rabbit hole that when I wanted to branch out and do like car videos and stuff, I thought to myself, I can't post cars. I've been posting all these nature photos for a year. And that's the problem uh, in the beginning that I faced. And that's probably my biggest downfall is like too many people associate themselves with a niche with mm-hmm. like, like for you, you know, it's like food or cooking, whatever. When in reality, I think the future of social media is you, you are the brand. So right. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's you as a personality because now there's so many people who are talented at doing what they do, like being a filmmaker, being a trainer, being a chef. They're like, there's so many talented people out there. The only thing that's really going to separate you in your niche from everyone else is just is literally you as, yeah. a, as a brand. So, And I think that's yeah. so important because, you know, when I obviously there is a formula for what works and what's popular that's why things are popular because people keep copying that certain format and it catches on and they get a following and more people like their videos and things. But what happens is what I've been noticing on the fitness and uh, health space, everyone's accounts look the same. Like everyone is posting the same style of workouts. Everyone is posting the same posts or what I eat in a day. And like, there's nothing wrong with that because that works. That's, that's what people like. That's what's popular. But what happens is a lot of people start to think, oh, that I have to post things like that. Like they don't actually post or create things that they enjoy making. They start making things that they know is popular, that they know is going to get them likes. And so I feel like we have to, like, that's a, something that people have to be careful of is like, make your content for what you want to make. Like, like you said, like, obviously you want to have some structure, but at the same time, you don't want to box yourself in and say, Oh, like this, this doesn't get a lot of attention. It doesn't get a lot of traction. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make this video. I'm not going to make this post. It's like, if you really want to do it, you should just do it. But I think that is a big struggle. No. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people struggle with, yeah, I mean, a lot of people just struggle with trying to figure out what they want to post. I mean, a lot of people will DM me on Instagram. They'll be like, hey, I see that you post a lot of photo video stuff. Like, um, should I make a separate account for just like my wedding content or or just my video work? I'm like, no, like, no, you don't even have enough mm. following on your main account. Why would you already diverge into a second account? You know what I mean? Unless you're like really going to go full send on that second account and make it like your full business for the long term. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say that a lot of people get too caught up in what you're saying, which is like, I, like oh, I, I see that this influencer is only doing this. I'm going to follow that because the, the problem with social media is that's why the more you get invested. I'm starting to notice this even in my work. The more and more you invest yourself into these platforms, into Twitter, into Instagram, into YouTube, you are now basically being controlled by the algorithm. That like in, yeah. inevitably yeah i've been seeing a yeah. lot of posts lately about people making reposts like oh instagram mess with the algorithm so here's what we can do like make sure you save posts make sure you like and comment yeah. at least um four words or something so like instagram changed the algorithm i don't know if this is true i don't really know it, it probably space. is it's freaking hot i'm gonna open <laughs> this window dude <gasps> my, my man is getting heated over here but um oh my so hot <laughs> need some ac up in this <laughs> you get some ac in here man oh man but uh yeah like you're saying that is uh it, you kind of touched on it a little bit there but so following another struggle i feel like people who are starting their kind of you know like passion projects and and fo- how many how many followers do you have on instagram and or and youtube like what is your follow? <laughs> uh instagram i think it's like 36 k youtube is like four k yeah so not yeah. like a but like you amount, know yeah. still a good amount yeah and so like you know for you did you ever struggle with that like did you ever struggle with dude i don't i don't have enough followers or like why oh, yeah, why am i not course, getting enough yeah. followers like like tell me like what was your thought process like when did you start to not 
or I kind of overcome that like struggle? I don't think anyone ever does. I, mm-hmm. I literally think, I mean, I know this because I've talked to people who have a million followers. Like it is an ongoing process. Like no, you don't ever get to a follower amount. It's like money. Literally followers is like money. Like mm-hmm. you make your first 50,000, you can like do my next job. I got to make six figures. You make your first six figures. You're like my next job. I got to make half a mil It's literally the same thing with your followers. It's like a currency. Like you get your first 10 K you work so hard to get there. Trust me, your next month, you're going to be like, I'm trying to hit 25 K then 50 K then hundred K. Yeah. Even when you have a million, you're literally like, I got to get to 2 million. Like that's just how yeah. it is. So at a certain point for me, at least I kind of stopped caring or like really looking at it. I honestly when I hit my first 10k because mm-hmm. I worked so hard to get to that first 10k like I literally feel like I tried all the hacks posted so consistently all the things and then when the 10k hit it was so anticlimactic like I hit it and I was <laughs> like bro this is it this is what 10k has to offer and this is what everyone like is working so hard towards because mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter because my business did not scale because of my followers, my business scale because of all the other stuff that you're yeah. focusing on. So my my comment, my answer to that would probably say, you know, don't worry so much about the numbers. It is important and you want to be intentional about it. But at the same time, when it comes to building a business or a brand, there's like literally 99% of the things that you do are not going to be impacted by Instagram. Yeah, it's more of like the business, and I know there's a lot of the people. Well, not there's not a lot of people listening. I bet, dude, you don't know. <laughs> hey, cook weights listeners, okay? This could be coming but, out a year later. There could be so many yeah. people listening to this. <laughs> but so I, what I'm saying is like, there's people listening. I know some are definitely doing a passion project. Like they don't care about they're free spirited. They just want to be accountable on their fitness journey. They want to just post their before afters and their workouts and just have fun with it. And that's a beauty of of Instagram also. But there is another half of the people out there I know who are wanting to scale their followers and they want to start getting, you know, popularity so they can make it a a income from it and like start to like get out of their nine to five job and like really have their fitness and health passion as their job. I mean, that's with good reason, though. I would say like I have definitely got a lot more opportunities from Instagram from having followers like literally but I'm a, I literally mm-hmm. want to say this because I feel like no one told me this when I was on my um, journey of getting followers I'm gonna shatter something for everyone real quick you don't make money off of Instagram and followers. like think about it if you have a hundred thousand followers right you can leverage that if you have your own product that in and mm-hmm. of itself takes time to build that could be successful with or without Instagram so let's say you don't have a product let's say tomorrow you woke up with a hundred thousand followers okay mm-hmm. What kind of, what, how can you make money off Instagram? You're going to do brand deals. Like people are going to be like, Samsung will come to you and be like, Hey, can you talk about this? And then Nike will say, can you talk about this? But really though, at the end of the day, do you really want to be someone who's just talking about products all the time? Do you want you? Everyone knows that person they follow on Instagram where all it is, is just hashtag sponsored ad hashtag hashtag collabing. Yeah. Collabing with this person, collabing with that person. And to me, that's just a cop out. Like, I feel like, yeah, you're getting paid, but at the expense of all your followers, without any kind of real genuine like it's i don't know too many creators that implement brands into their sponsored ads well it's usually just a blatant hey partnering with at blah 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 they probably got paid like a couple thousand dollars for that but it's like for me as a creator especially like being creative that's a cop-out for me like that's why that's why i don't care about having a million because to be honest like if nike were to come to me like hey we'll pay you ten thousand dollars to post this shoe to be honest, like, I don't really care about that shoe, but to feel like I'm going to feel that pressure to talk about it because, dude, it's who doesn't want $10,000. But that's why it's so much more valuable to build something off platform, something that's like mm-hmm. can run with or without followers. And then if that comes, cool. But if not, that's something that's worth working towards. Yeah. And I think I think what you said there is so key. It's like Instagram, we got to view it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what I've noticed too. You know, I'm, I'm kind of in this funk right now. Like I've been posting consistently for the last five, six months. And the past two weeks, I just, I don't know. I just don't have this like motivation to post stuff on Instagram. It just feels like boring, I guess. You know, it, I don't know what happened. But it's because I've, I realized I felt so reliant on Instagram to fuel whatever business passions that I had. 
But now that I'm like have some other side things that are not related to Instagram, I feel more at peace about like, oh, even though I don't post on Instagram, it's not the end of the world. Because I know on the side, I'm doing other things that are related to my passion that is not Instagram. So it's like not as much pressure. So like, like you said, for people like out there, like if you're really trying to like chase your dreams and your passions, like view Instagram as a tool, like you said, like use it to, to as, a, as a reference, as a tool. But like, like you said, try to find like other avenues, whether it, maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's um a local company around your uh, around where you live or something like trying some different things like don't box yourself into like instagram yeah or yeah. like just social media you know definitely don't box yourself in and i think what you're going through is also what it's just the the, the reward factor of social media you know because we're human and really like we're only our our fuel our tank for how much energy we're going to exert on a something it has to reap benefits and if it doesn't if it doesn't give us like a a hit or like it doesn't give us something of satisfaction like of our satisfaction we're gonna stop doing it that's just how we are that's that's how people get that's why you go on social media every day because it's easy and it gives you that like hit of dopamine to like check and then like yeah it's it's a response in our brain so yeah, same thing with it always like, feels nice when like you have a bunch exactly. of likes and so you wake up in the morning you're like yeah 500 likes or something you know exactly or even if it's like you get a rush from creating content every single day and you're like this is fun this is fun but eventually it becomes less fun and then it just dies out and you find something else so that's why i think not really just social media but also whatever you're doing making sure that your like reward for yourself is not based off of something that's not in your control like social media like that's why it's such a bad gauge like you know, even uh, I was watching a video the other day, like back in the day, people always say like, don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. You hear it all the time. But to be honest, in 2020, you can't even compare yourself to yourself because yeah. on, on YouTube, like on, if you go on the YouTube dashboard, it literally will say here, here's your 10 last videos. This one is performing the best. It's like your last one could have been a bust. Like even mm-hmm. YouTube's algorithm is telling you to compare you to yourself. And yeah. that is like stressful. So like just being on these platforms they are designed to just you know put us in a mode of like not being satisfied like satisfied with what we're producing and mm-hmm. that's why i feel like it's really important that you like you said do stuff out of platform right like you you do like for you like you're finding a hobby in like fitness and that like running whatever you're the training you're doing none of that all of that is in your control you decide if you want to run you decide if you want to go train like it's all up to you Mm -hmm. whereas instagram that's not up to you like you can get really good engagement on one post and then your next post could be bust even though you put the same amount of effort yeah and that that's just that's just the nature of it which is why it's a very it's necessary evil literally well like so a little background on eddie here he he has 30 30, followers like you said but more than that, you know, he's worked with big brands. He's worked with big creators, um, even into the fitness space. He, he's worked with people in the fitness space on Instagram who have like 500 to a million followers. A lot of photo create or video creators who have over a million followers travel to Iceland with them. So I feel like if people saw your account, they would think like, oh, man, this guy's got it made. But one thing I remember, one quote that I remember from a while back was, Everyone seems like an overnight celebrity until you actually know what they did. Mm. And I feel like for you, like I kind of, I know that's not, if, if a stranger went to your account and saw your videos and your production, they think like, oh man, this guy's amazing. Like how, when did he do this? And it seems like, oh man, he just did. He just does this. But like, tell me like how, how what kind of grind have you put in to make it seem like you've been an overnight celebrity, you know, like. Mm, yeah, you know that's I mean? a really good question. Damn, you're good at this, bro. Your questions are good. <laughs> Your questions are really good. Um, because uh, you know that's what people see yeah. only. They only see your final product. Because what you put on Instagram is your final product. Yeah, yeah. But so they don't know your story. So like, what advice? Like, if you were to give advice to one person who's trying to bump up their Instagram, make a following, you know, really post their passion and their like content, but they just feel like, man, like, when am I gonna get to that level? Because that's how people, they just compare, like, to the people who are already successful. Mm-hmm. But, like, instead of looking there, like, what advice would you give from your experience for people? 
<sighs> That's a good question. Um, I think, well, one, I want to preface it with saying that, like, even though, like you said, like, I had a lot of great opportunities working with big influencers. So I kind of understand the mentality of even some of these bigger influencers who have millions of followers and all that kind of stuff. And all my answers are kind of with all that experience in mind and which is why i'm able to speak like this like oh this is how i view social media but basically what i'm trying to say is that social media is curated literally like sometimes we forget that like it is nobody's social media is literally how their life is you know like if you go to cook weights right now you're gonna be like Yo, all this guy does is cooks and eats like, and and lifts like yeah. that's not your life though you, you have so much more. kind of is my life though. i mean it is but there's so much more highs yeah, and yeah, lows yeah. of your life yeah it's same thing with my page you go to my page you think like dang this guy all he does is like make videos and travels or does cool little like brand deals or tips and it's like yeah. that's not really the case it's i mean it's literally just probably 10 percent of what's actually going on in my life maybe even less there's so mm -hmm. much going on so remembering that it's curated it's the best content of someone's life mm -hmm. is really really important to remember but something that helped me kind of um was something i heard from someone i was learning from a while ago and i met he had like a hundred thousand followers at the time and i think i had like two thousand and mm -hmm. i was like yo how how do you get to a hundred thousand bro how do you get to hundred thousand followers and he literally said, you know, I was posting like I had 100,000 followers when I had zero. Like it's mm -hmm. it's that it's that confidence that you show. It's the, the work. It yeah, shows the in your work. It's the mindset. It shows in your work. It shows in your captions. You If you post crappy photos or your captions are not well thought out or some stupid Drake lyric, like it's because it's funny or it's witty mm -hmm. and you just post non-valuable content, you post like you t you post like that. You're not going to get followers like you have to post like you deserve that following so for me like uh, that's kind of when it shifted i wasn't really posting for people i was posting for me like i'm gonna talk like i have 10k before i even get there i'm gonna post these content i'm gonna post videos like these people that i'm following that have 10k i'm gonna try to get my work to look just like theirs mm -hmm. and once i kind of untap that side of my creative creative mind I think that's when I saw the most gains in just my my workflow, my business. And at the end of the day, even though Instagram is important, there's really just two questions you should ask yourself. Obviously, there's so many life questions. But as far as like your business and creativity goes is, are you happy? Are you making money? Social media is good. It is good. It's fun. Like, if you have a million followers, great. But I know a lot of people that have half a million followers, 100,000 followers, they're broke like straight up struggling to make money it's like what's the point of having all that followers if you don't even know how to monetize it yeah you know so it's like are you making money and are you happy social media is a plus if you got those other two things on lock that's the foundation you can start really building on top of that yeah and i think like saying like if you, are you happy is so key because in the end like that's what you should be doing it for like because it gives you joy like yeah like you said dude, like but one thing i want to touch on too like when you said it was or this has come to me in my own mind is like when you said you start posting or you just started viewing yourself as hey like like you have hundred thousand followers already and you you just grinding and grinding but i'm sure like it wasn't easy like you know because you start you start maybe you'll shoot videos and photos and you're like why does mine look like this you know it's not like you're gonna pick up that skill in the overnight you can all of all you can watch all the youtube videos you want you're not gonna suddenly become great at something overnight so like what kind of like little struggles did you have to deal with maybe maybe humble that humbled you maybe on your you know as your growth as a videographer mm, i think hmm, i don't know there's nothing that really humbled me i there's a lot of situations that were humbling but i, I would say for me it was just constant like learning that yeah. like learning attitude like i've always wanted to learn even now like i mean you know it like I'm still trying to grow my skills as a videographer. Like I want to tap into that next level. I want to get into a bigger camera, better, like better quality videos. Like I'm always trying to strive for more. Like it doesn't matter if I have 10K, 20K, 30K, I could have a million followers. If I feel like I'm not learning how to grow and improve my skills, then dude, what, what am I even doing all this for? Like, that's the whole yeah. point is like, we're all here to learn how to, grow how to improve if you feel like you've there is no quote-unquote made it if you feel like you've made it or there's a number in your mind that's like when i hit this followers i've made it you've already failed 
Yeah. Because there is no making it. It's a it's an ongoing process of growth of learning, and that's that's kind of how I approached it. So for me, I actually kind of ditched like number goals. Like every new year, I used to set goals like this year I'm gonna hit twenty five thousand subscribers on YouTube. This year I'm gonna hit fifty thousand like Instagram followers. Like I, I actually ditched all those goals because they were、mm-hmm. just stupid. Like what for? Like am I gonna stop making videos at fifty thousand? No, am I gonna stop、no. making? Yeah, it's just it's just it's stupid to have goals like that. So now I'm just trying to learn, and so all those little like the humbling experience for me was just seeing big people who are like really like million followers, and they're still like perfectionists. They're like, man, this this is wrong. My、mm-hmm. view, this this is like I need to fix this. And when I saw that, I'm like, wow, like even at their level, they're still trying to refine their craft. So that's how I knew it. This is a process. You、yeah. gotta love the process, and then you just go with it. I think I think that's so important, like the process and w- being able to just keep learning. And even if you fail, like this just came to my mind as you're talking about that. But I was just gonna be、um, honest with you guys because I know a lot of you guys who are out there listening want are wanting to lose weight. You guys are trying to be more fit, and I'll tell you, when I was trying to lose weight, there's so I moved in last year. I moved into an apartment, really nice apartment with amazing. Gym in the apartment. I'm talking like two stories, modern equipment, huge swimming pool. Like it was like a legit gym inside my apartment building. All I had to do was go downstairs and work out, and that's a big reason why I moved into that apartment. I legit used that thing like two times. <laughs> I worked out in there like two times, and I felt so crappy about it because I was like, I literally moved here to a big part of it was for the gym. I just didn't have the motivation. I wasn't really feeling good about myself, and I didn't do it. Sometimes, like now that I, now that I don't live there anymore, but before that too, sometimes I would be like, "Man, I'm I'm gaining weight. I don't look good. I need to work out." So I would drive to the gym, and I would sit in my car. Didn't I don't want to even go inside. I just sit in there contemplate. Should I go in? Like I just, like I drove out here, so I should probably go in. But like I was just so lazy. I just didn't. Care enough, and was you know, and I would legitimately sit there for like fifteen minutes debating if I should go in. I'll make any little excuse. Oh, it's too full, and I would just leave. I would literally,、Bruh. I would literally drive to the gym with the intent to work out. I would put my shoes on, put my clothes on, drive all the out there, sit in the car, and then just come back. Sometimes I even pick up fast food on the way back home. Like that's, oh my, you know what I'm saying? Like so, like that is where people or I started from. That、yeah. amount of motivation, but, but you know, you I don't view that as like, man, what was wrong with me? It's kind of more like, I know where I came from, and you just learn from that. Like you know where you started, you know like with the struggles that you had, and then you just try to keep learning. It's like I, now I would never do that because like I just know more now. I just learn from those mistakes. So, like you said, like just constantly learning. We're just trying to keep learning and learning. Even if you make mistakes, even if you fail, even if you don't get the amount of followers you thought you were gonna have, like those are all just learning experiences,、mm-hmm. and you just move on.、Mm-hmm. You know. I I think like w- what you said was important because, well, definitely that's bad to be going fast food and not even in the gym, bro. But I think one thing that I picked up from what you were saying in your story is that at the same time, I would have to say. You you have to listen to your mind. Like、yeah. if if you're not up for something, don't force yourself. And for you, like when I hear that story, it's like there was something tri- like blocking you from. Maybe it was a lack of motivation, but we all know that motivation that's not real. That's not a real thing. It's just like it comes and goes in waves. You know, like a lot of it has、mm-hmm. to do with like just your mental state of mind. And so for me, like I try not to box myself into any kind of like. Decision or structure or way of like path to do certain types of things, and I, I really don't like to force myself into any kind of box. You know, like this man. I I used to watch this guy. This is the routine. I gotta do it like this. Or when I I should feel motivated to hit the gym every single day because I I'm、yeah. I'm trying to work out. Like why do I not feel motivated? It's like, dude, some days you just don't feel it,、mm-hmm. but some days you're freaking fired up to go to the gym. Like you just have to listen to your body, and I think. When you allow yourself to have that 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 mobility in your mind and your body, I think that's when you have the best work, you know. But there's a very thin line between that and then being lazy. 
Yeah. And then being burnt out. So it's all a balancing you know, act. Like this one thing I've learned the past six months, especially since COVID happened, is training your mind and and being able to distinguish thoughts, being able to distinguish mindset and training all that stuff. That's a real skill. Like it's a legitimate skill that you have to work at. Oh, for sure. Like people who seem really clear headed, people who seem very organized. Woke. Yeah, who are or woke. Or woke. <laughs> like, that's not by accident. Like, it's because, like, they've trained themselves, they've worked at it to be that way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, like you said, like, it's mindset. Literally, like, people, some people, I think, live in that state too much, and some people don't live in it enough. I think the latter is more true. Like, not many people... Like, me and Christine, like, we know, we do it sometimes. Like, for me, dude, like, literally... Christine is his wife, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my wife. They're probably like, who is Christine? <laughs> the heck is Christine? Um, but for me, like, literally throughout the week, sometimes throughout the day, I, I need, like, an hour or a whole day to be in my thoughts. It kind of sounds weird, but, like... <laughs> sounds like a Drake song. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I literally need to just be alone with my thoughts to see where I'm headed in life, like what I'm doing. And even if like, I don't actually accomplish anything like tangible in that hour or in that day is so helpful for my mental state of mind. Like I need time for myself just to think because so many people nowadays, they're like, if they're alone by themselves, they're what they're on their phone. They're on Mm -hmm. Netflix. They're watching YouTube. They're listening to music. And if it's not that, and they're not alone, they're with friends, they're going out, they're eating dinner. You're always doing something. There's like little to no room to just think. Yeah, like your your yeah. brain is overstimulated. Yeah. So like, how can you ever accomplish anything out of the norm if all you're doing is just your state of mind is just always normal? Like you're always just mm-hmm. trying to fill your time. And I was watching this YouTube video and they said something that was so valuable. I mean, we're all guilty of it, but sometimes like I'll be watching uh, eating dinner and I'll like put on Netflix like I'm gonna watch a show while I eat. But before you know it, I'm like. <laughs> five episodes in i'm like spend so much time on netflix and even that same way with youtube videos but literally i forgot what the ratio it was like 87 uh thousand minutes or something like that in a day or something like that but the amount of time in a day yeah yeah, yeah like minutes okay. so that could be wrong don't quote me on that i'm just saying there's a lot of minutes in a day mm-hmm. but if you were to translate that let's say each minute of the day was a dollar right Think of like time because time is literally one of those things you cannot get back. It's like once you spend that time, it, you cannot get it back. Mm-hmm. It's like money. Same thing. Like if you spend like five hours streaming Netflix or five hours kicking with your friends or doing whatever, that's time you can never get back. So if you think of it as currency, would you spend that kind of money like every day? Like would you spend that kind of money watching five hours if it were to cost you a dollar every minute every right, single day? Right. But that's how people should view their time. It should be as valuable yes. as money. I that's like that. that's I like how they that. should feel it because if it's if you don't view your time as valuable I, in my opinion you can never really accomplish anything substantial because you're always going to yeah. be filling it with stuff that's not yeah. productive and that's why i say like when i see people that say oh, i don't have the time to work out i don't have the time to exercise that's to me that's crazy because like you can legitimately invest 30 minutes of a day and get a great workout in it's just that they're not prioritizing their time like you said like they don't value that time like they should they value spending that time on netflix or or, or instagram or whatever it is and it's just a matter of mindset of how you view that time like you said and one thing i'm really i like the trend i'm seeing on instagram lately that i do like is i see a lot of people posting about i want to decrease screen time i want to decrease my amount of time i'm looking at my phone because you know i don't know if you have an iphone you get that little notification oh if you have it on like screen time so yeah like screen yeah. time in a week and then sometimes i'll get one like oh your screen time has been up 25 percent this yeah. week and i'm like <laughs> dang like yeah. but but that it's a 25 percent increase but i don't even notice it it's like almost the same as last week i felt like but 25 percent higher and so i do like that i do like people are becoming more aware of stepping away from the phone stepping away from instagram and like you said like you do like for a a a month or not an hour of just thinking to yourself and like that is so key i think because especially if you're trying to like be fit and 
and um, you know you're in the fitness space and you're trying to lose weight like that amount of time that could be your workout but also it's just like having your thoughts helps you to prioritize certain things yeah literally like just no phone no just just being alone you can even journal in that hour yeah. or whatever time just just like literally take a step back in your life see where you're headed where you want to go i guess you could call it like manifesting whatever you know i don't like to like go down too much of that like that route mm-hmm. but it is seriously like you need to meditate on your life and and that is productive yeah, think about what's important to you and that's what i said before it's like that's all practice for training your mindset training your mind having your goal like you know people the reason why i feel like a lot of people struggle whether it becomes their business whether it's their health or life or whatever they struggle because they don't actually know where they're going Mm -hmm. they don't have a clear cut direction of hey i want to go this way so i'm going to do this to get there and i want to go here so i'm going to do this to get there it's just kind of like okay i want to go here but how do i get there Mm-hmm. And then in the and then, in the middle is where all the overstimulation of the world comes into. Um, so I think like you said, it's important. Yeah, I think to help That's with it. the overstimulation too is something that I've been working on that's really helped me. Is I I was watching uh, this video and it was basically saying that like our human our human like culture just as as a race like we're not designed to have the validation of all these people. Like it, it's like even to have a hundred friends is overwhelming. Like if you mm-hmm. actually have a hundred people in your circle, that's like almost impossible. Like if yeah. you really think about how many people are in your circle, how many people like opinions you actually care about, you could probably count it on two hands, literally. Yeah. So think about it then like social media, then people who have a million people, literally when you, some of those people that like post a photo and they have 20,000 people liking it in two minutes, mm-hmm. like, our minds were not prepared for that. Like it's not natural part. But, but of, we want that exactly. But that's the problem because that's overstimulation, in my opinion. Like it's not. It, it's too much to process. So mm. for me, what I've been doing is like, okay, social media is good. It's all good. It's a, it's a tool. But for me, in my own life, I just been focusing. Okay, in my life, whether that be family or friends, who are like my main like that I want to focus on and my energy and even on social media, it's the same thing. Like on social media lately, I just pick like, okay, who do I watch on YouTube? I pick like two people. I just, I just watch them. I, I don't, I don't care about what anyone posts. I don't browse the web for a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And if I have Instagram, like friends, I only keep in touch with like two or three of them consistently, just content. Like, how are you doing? Blah, blah. blah. I build this like small hub, like maybe five to six people that I consume everything else. I don't, I care, but I don't care to like keep connected. Yeah. The problem is when you want to be connected with all your followers. With everyone. Yeah, you want to watch everyone. You want to be like everyone. It's like that's overstimulation. That's when you have the whole comparison, the burnout, the yeah. like you just don't want to do any of it all. So now I'm just like I have like my three, four friends that I talk to on Instagram, the same friends. I don't try to DM 50,000 people in one day. I don't try yeah. to respond to freaking 100,000 comments or DM 100,000 posts like it's just too yeah. much energy, you know? <laughs> this, this is how old I am. When I, when you were talking about this, I literally had a flashback to... I don't know if you guys remember. If you're like my age, you remember. They had AIM. AOL Instant bro, Messenger. I know what AIM is, bro. <laughs> and then I remember in AIM, like... Dude, if you had two friends on AIM, you're a loser. So, like, literally, you would try to get as many friends on AIM as possible. Uh. And at that time, you're just instant messaging. There was no texting. There was no FaceTime. So, sometimes, when you had too many friends you would be instant messaging like 50 different people at one time. And at one point, you're just like, bro, I, I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. Because like back then, like that was like, that's what we want. Like we want to be popular. We want to like yeah. talk with everyone. But really, we realized like you're not even having a conversation with anyone at that point. Yeah, you're just so, spread too thin. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. I don't know why I just ranted for about AIM. Cause that's like, <laughs> but, but that's just, yeah, I don't you know. you feel very strongly about AIM, I don't know. This, that just sort of reminded me of like, because I remember that too. Like, because yeah. I remember back then, like you just wanted to get all the screen names like yeah. of everyone, all the people in school and be yeah. friends with everyone. And then once you did that and started aiming and uh, messaging everyone, it's like overwhelming. Yeah. I, I think it's, it. all these platforms, even back in the day, it's really important that we all understand that these are corporations, okay? Facebook is a business. Twitter is a business. Like, the way they design their UI, like, we are the customer. 
Like obviously people aren't people have watched it, but the social dilemma on Netflix kind of. I haven't of, seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I mean, I've heard a lot of people talking about it. It is, it is a a little bit, like, uncomfortable because it's so accurate to kind of like how we are as users. Like literally, there's something that I'll never forget. They said there's only two industries that call people users. That's mm-hmm. the drug industry and social media or the digital world. Dang. And I'm like, bruh. Like which is we're druggies. Yeah, literally, we're social druggies, like digital. You know, we have we get a we get a dopamine hit from when we get likes and all that kind of stuff. That's so true, though. So like, it's the same thing. Like psychologically, like it was so in the in the in the Netflix documentary, they were saying how like for example, like you know when someone tags you in a photo Mm -hmm. and a notification comes up, like so and so has tagged you, that is a psychological like manipulating tactic that they use because obviously if someone says tags you in a photo. You're going to open the app and click on what do you look like or why they yeah. tag you in a photo. Like, why couldn't they have just shown you the photo like on that screen? And then so you could just lock your phone again after you see it. They want you to go back in the app, yeah. like the photo, comment on the photo, then spend a couple more minutes scrolling through newsfeed again. And it's all psychological, you know, same thing with the DMs. Like when you yeah. th- when that starts filling up, you're like, it's like Gmail. Well, you, you get the little notification it. of like, hey, um, so-and-so hasn't has posted for the first time in a while. I know. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, bro, I don't care. Yeah. Like, why are you but, showing me but that? But it makes you think like, oh, man, this guy never posts. Yeah. I wonder what he posted exactly, about. You know, it's exactly. like a, that FOMO. Like, you fear like, if I don't see what he posted, he might not yeah. post again for two months. Like, what did he post? Or they'll be like, so-and-so is live for the first time it's like bro i don't care if someone's live streaming yeah. and, then bro, you, like, and then you join the live and you're the only person <laughs> dude yeah bro. so literally all these psychological triggers of social media that they're designed to keep us in app that's the kind of stuff that we have to avoid so like you know being really intentional out my advice to honestly to anyone that's trying to like grow on social media provide value like in your post like don't just post to post make mm-hmm. sure that like okay if someone if you're trying to grow a business if someone reads this open their, or opens this post do they can they take something away if the answer is no trash that post that's not worth posting then okay. and that is if you're trying to grow your following like yeah you need to post something of value you know or else if you don't care then don't expect to grow followers like it's not that's not how you do it mm-hmm. you need to post something of value and on top of that for me is like post and then engage with the select few people that you know and get off the app because that's just the way to do it. Because if you stay too long on the app, that is when you start questioning, man, was my post not good enough now? I'm looking at yeah. all these other accounts like this is fire and it's or, just a little too much. Or you like expect like, oh, I should have got like 50 likes by now. Like, yeah, yeah. Why is it taking so long to get more likes today? But yeah, no, I agree. I think we're, we'll slowly wrap this up now. And uh, but a couple of things we talked about today social media some kind of some struggles that you grow things that you go through when you're trying to grow your platform grow your business grow your niche and uh, just how to you know have the right mindset so like just to kind of summarize everything like what's one last word you just want to say to people all the listeners like about today's topic mm, dang i don't know just something you know just like uh, it could just be like it could, it could be nothing if you if we don't want yeah. to talk about i mean yeah i don't think i have like one main like closing point i think we covered a lot of ground yeah uh it, it kind of seems like this episode was about social media a bit and kind of like the struggles of it like you just said but i would just say like everyone was listening you're probably listening to this podcast because you're trying to get fit you're trying to be motivated in life you're trying to go places in life and not be stuck or feel stuck that's probably what everyone's hoping to get out of with this podcast um and my advice to that would be just keep social media consumption to like a minimum just Mm -hmm. don't don't like live or die by instagram or facebook or twitter just because you don't get 100 likes don't mean your photo is bad i would say like really try to build your business personal brand off platform that's probably the biggest takeaway is like if you're Mm -hmm. trying to build something substantial that's important build it off platform social media you can always optimize that later like let's say you're a business and you're selling shoes right try to get to your first thousand customers first before your first thousand followers yeah because if you get the customers first you can scale the social media later but it's sometimes really hard like you could be have a hundred thousand followers but if you haven't taken the time to build a business 
you're going to be in this like really weird place where it's like I have followers and you're going to feel lost. I've seen it happen to a lot of my friends. So just maybe focus on building whatever you're trying to build, whether that's habits, whether that's a business uh, mindset, build it like off platform. Like, I like that. I like that. I like that point where he says, where he said, minimize social media, minimize social media and focus on your craft. Basically what it would like, because I feel like that's what happens. A lot of people is they get, they, it goes in reverse rather than focusing on their craft and their skills and their knowledge. And, and, and if you're in fitness, like working on form and nutrition, the details of how your body works, instead of doing that, they just go straight into trying to build like a fitness influencer Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what you're saying is the total opposite. You're saying it's like, okay, flip it. Don't worry about your social media so much. Just work on your craft focus in yeah just stay in your lane you know it's like that it's like it's it's like working out don't don't focus on the bodybuilders focus on your own body and your growth i like that i like that i think that's a good closing statement um you can oh i mean like you guys have probably seen an eddie in my um instagram post i tag him all the time but like you know where can people see your awesome videos and photos and things like that uh honestly i haven't really been posting that much because i've been practicing <laughs> what i preach and i'm kind of off off platform more but when i do post my main choice is instagram it's at edward lee films um also at edward lee films on youtube but yeah if you're interested in learning about creating videos becoming a freelance content creator making money uh with creating content then uh, you should follow me yeah and i feel like you know that's valuable because a lot of the fitness industry now on, on social media is video based. Like, yeah, it's ev- everyone, all, everyone's a content creator yeah, now. It's all video based. So Eddie yeah. definitely has a lot of tips on that kind of stuff. And he also has a podcast as well called the Mid Convo Podcast yeah. um, that has a lot of good value, more so based around business. Yeah. Um, but still lots of good nuggets and value in there. So check out his Mid Convo Podcast. But yeah, man, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yep. Thank you for joining. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I had a closing line, but I know. Oh, well, thanks for having me. And I uh, hope you, if you're still listening to this, you got something out of this episode. All right. Thanks, bro. All right. So, guys, so we're going to see you on the next episode. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Catch you in the next one. Peace out.